Hey friends, welcome to Exposed, a podcast where we meet real people living real lives and together we expose the truth behind ministry life. Today's episode is dedicated to Valentine's Day, a day where we celebrate love, whether you do it with a partner or with a pal. I'm so excited to introduce to you a good friend of mine and our special guest, Camilo Restrepo. Camilo is a graduate of Christ for the Nations who came from Cali, Colombia. He is currently a junior high student pastor at Church on a Hill in Cedar Hill, Texas with his wife, Leah. They've been married for two years now, and they love going on adventures and dates with each other. During Camilo's free time, he does like to spend it with friends and playing soccer. Aside from being a junior high student pastor, Camilo works in the admissions department at Christ for the Nations, and he is one of the two guys in the office who are blessed to work with a ton of women, including myself. We are co-workers. Camilo is passionate about leadership, but he also has a beautiful heart that truly does reflect God's love, hence why I chose him to join me in today's episode for Valentine's Day. So guys, let's talk about love. <laughs> Ladies and gents, welcome to Exposed. So Camilo, first of all, thank you for being a part of this podcast. I'm really excited to have you in this special episode for Valentine's Day. Um, actually, the reason why I really wanted you to be a part of the Valentine's Day episode is because from the very beginning when I first met you, I just had like a good impression of you. Um, I remember we met at Spanish YFN at mm -hmm. the banquet yeah. and you spoke some words over me. I don't remember what they were exactly, but yeah. I remember that that impacted me so much on how I viewed myself mm -hmm. and like how God viewed me as well. Just like the simple words that you said. I don't even know if you remember what you said, but no, I don't either. it was really amazing. So thank you for those words, um, but also thanks for being on my podcast. Of course. It's an honor to be here. So thank you for inviting me. Of course. Mm -hmm. So because it is a Valentine's Day episode I wanted to talk about the usual love because I mean Valentine's Day you think of love and you know little cupids and hearts and all mm -hmm. that stuff and something that I love to talk to my friends about is the love languages because okay. I'm a very big fan of them I believe in them and I think it's very important in any type of relationship whether it is a friendship actual you know romantic relationship marriage family all of that your love languages will help you be able to succeed in those things. Right. Okay, so love languages. So there's obviously five different love languages. There's mm -hmm. words of affirmation, there's gifts, quality time, acts of service, and physical touch. So what are your love languages? Yeah, so my two main ones are uh, quality time and physical touch. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now something that I've learned, because usually when you take the test and like it'll tell you like, oh, these are your love languages. I don't think it actually talks about this, but mm -hmm. I realize that for a lot of people, you have, you know, the type of love that you give and the type right. that you receive. Mm -hmm. So what is like for you, what's the kind that you give and what's the kind that you receive? I think the people that like know me and I'm pretty close with me, uh, quality time is definitely something that I love to give mm -hmm. uh, but I also love to receive that so I thrive when it comes to like people spending time with me and I'm getting to spend time with them so that's definitely for me it's kind of like you know 
both ways mm-hmm. uh, where I give that and I receive that. And then with physical touch is it's pretty much the same. I mean, I'm Hispanic, you know, and we, we hug everyone and yeah. we did the whole kiss on the cheek and all that stuff. It, do, it did change when I got here to the U.S. because the culture is different. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, like, you will see uh, with the people around me that I'm still very affectionate. Like, I, I hug people, you know, I do stuff like that. So still, like, it is it is both ways. And I, I also appreciate it, like, um, with my friendships and stuff like that. Of course, with my wife as well. But, yeah. Okay, it's cool. So you give and receive the same. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I know. I definitely don't. In order for me to receive love, mm-hmm. I'm very big on words of affirmation. Like, right. I love affirming. But I feel like a lot of people mistake words of affirmation for like, oh, you're pretty and you're so right. cute. It's like, I don't need that kind of affirmation. The affirmation that I need is like, hey, I'm proud of you. Like, right. you're like, doing a good job. Like in your character. Exactly. Mm-hmm. More in my character, not so much of the physical. Right. But the way that I give love, at least from what I think, mm-hmm. I think I am a, an acts of service kind of yeah. person where I like to do things for other people. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, and then of course, quality time. I think everybody loves quality time. Well, I mean, most people love quality right. time. Um, but yeah, okay, so that's your love language. So um, we mentioned earlier that you are married. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit about your wife, like how you met her, mm-hmm. and like what's your relationship with her, and like if you know what her love language, love language is, and how you guys work with that. Yeah, so. We met when uh, she was 16, I was 18 back then. Um, she was going to high school still, and uh, my cousin David, which some of you guys know, um, he he used to go to school with her, so through him is when uh, I first saw her. Fun fact, I didn't know any English back then, so I couldn't talk to her, but I wanted to really talk to her, so um, it took me a little bit until I got to speak English, and then when I, that happened, I... I actually started to talk to her uh, through my cousin who didn't want me to meet her. So uh, time went by and we started talking a lot. We did a little bit of long distance relationship. Um, It was very rough to get to the point where we're at now. Um, But in all of it, you know, it was just God directing everything that we that we did and and how I went how we went about it. She's the same as far as love languages. She loves quality time. Um, and same with physical touch. So actually when we were doing commercial counseling, Mm -hmm. uh, we came to uh, realize that we had the same language, love languages and we had them in the same order. So it was, it was very interesting because you don't, you not everyone necessarily have that. And I don't say that's the perfect way. I just kind of thought that was pretty cool for us. Um, because we can spend a ton of, a ton of time and enjoy, uh, being with each other. And then I have friends that they're like, yeah, yeah, I need my own space. I don't necessarily need that, like, in, and we have realized that now after two years of marriage. So it's definitely pretty cool to see how, like, we work together in that. Um, of course, I will say every woman likes to be affirmed. So that's one of the things that <laughs> that I had to work on is just learning how I can affirm, like you said, not only in the physical, but uh, on just, you know, building up the person and, and realizing that for every little word of of you know of correction or of trying to help or like something like that i had to say like 10 more of affirmation because if not it was not going to come as loving Uh, and i'm still working on that you know like trying to you know say a bunch of affirmation words and then 
bringing the one that is like maybe not criticism but just like i guess like good criticism or just trying to help out the person um but yeah that's that's definitely a little bit i mean the short version of of our story i always tell people if you want us to tell that story you need her to do it because i talk too much so <laughs> i'll go way too long um but that's a little bit about how how we met and i mean the whole story about how we got married and everything is it's another for another day but yeah tell me what it is that you do like currently in ministry like where is it that you work Mm -hmm. like what do you do at church because i know you have you know you do stuff so yeah (laughs) um well i kind of see it in two ways um ministry uh in my church uh, i have been doing kids ministry for almost two years um did it for as a volunteer at, at at my church and I'm currently with my wife. We're doing. Uh, we're kind of like the junior high pastors of our church. Um, so we have um, a good number of kids. They have between 11 to 13. And pretty much at first, I hated it just because it's just a rough age and it's hard to to get their you know attention and all that stuff. But they have taught me so much when it comes to like real Christianity and and what it means to be there for someone. Uh, regardless of looking for just like effectiveness or looking good as a minister uh, with them they're very honest so if you suck at your preaching they're gonna tell you but I realized that loving them and being there for them has meant the world to them because they keep coming mm-hmm. um, so me and Leah have really really invested a lot of ourselves into that on just being there um, you know even with the kids I'm super affectionate even when it comes to like hugging them or you know high-fiving you know high-fiving whatever that means (laughs) i just you know like doing things like that with them because uh, especially that age is is not very noticeable Mm -hmm. um and they enjoy when you give them a an opportunity to feel like they're there and they mean something so uh, as far as the church that's what we do Uh, we are small group leaders too so we have a small group um here in cfni uh, of people of our age. So if you're between 18 to 30 and you don't have people to hang out with, <laughs> you can talk to us for sure. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, CFNI is also a ground of, of ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get to work with you. Yes. Uh, but it's, it's really cool to see how even we can build up people even from a phone you know call or email and stuff like that so i would say uh, love languages are really critical when it comes to how you interact with people and your relationships yeah so I, you mentioned that you work with me which i'm sure that's awesome because i'm the best coworker ever <laughs> um but you obviously are one of the two guys that work with us mm-hmm. so what is it like to have to work with so many women mm-hmm. and like having to, you know, getting to the point where you can use like your love languages, but also like, you know, being able to show them love mm-hmm. in their own way. Cause obviously we're all very different, right? Very different. And a um, lot of you guys. Yeah. And there's a <laughs> lot of us. So how, like, what would you, like, what do you normally do to like be able to express to all of us, mm-hmm. you know, like just that you care about us, that you love us, just as like a coworker. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely been a, a wild journey just because just it didn't really dawn on me that I work with 16 ladies by myself and I was just like, whoa, you know, God, what's going on? You know, that's a, they're a handful, but it's not that you guys are bad. It's just like everyone has a different personality and, and y'all are different. And um, I grew up with men. It's always surrounded by men. 
I have four brothers. So interacting with women, with women has always been a challenge for me. Um, even though it doesn't seem like it, it's just, I guess, finding my role there, it was probably the hardest thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but with time, I started realizing that God wanted me to be very intentional how I show care for you guys. And, uh, you know, I always tell you, like, that guy is not a good one for you, you know, and I do little things like that. A lot of times joking, but a lot of times I mean it because I've come to realize that um, if God has put me there, um, and definitely not a ton of men are there, is there's that protectiveness and that, I guess, like, pastoral, like, heart that comes in me, like, hey, they're... Uh, they're not weak. They're not. They're all like gray and strength and strong. But guys, all sometimes guys want to take advantage of different things. And I had the opportunity to see it. And for me, I was like, God, give me the wisdom of how I can teach or protect or show them that um, your love through my life. You know. So it's been. It's definitely been. It hasn't been easy because you all have very interesting personalities. Each and one of you guys. Uh, and me and my wife have, you know, been intentional to to pray for for the office and for you guys and see how I can I can show you guys that I care and I'm not just being, a, you know, annoying or just, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Ministry. So you mm-hmm. mentioned that you grew up with all guys pretty mm-hmm. much. And so coming into this environment where it's all girls, um, you obviously had to learn certain things. What has been like a struggle that you have either faced in the past that you're currently facing mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever, a struggle that you have had when it comes to love and, mm-hmm. like, being able to show, like, the true, like, love of God towards other people. Yeah. I think especially with uh, women is, like, because of my past and even when I, I wasn't very strong with the Lord, um, I had the hardest time learning how to give love to women without seeing it as like hey like attraction Mm -hmm. or um a potential like flirting moment and any of that stuff so I had a really hard time understanding that that girls were also God's you know daughters and how I was supposed to treat them and how I was supposed to talk to them and all the different stuff but I definitely think that my uh season uh, here at CFNI and also being married it really helped me a lot to understand, hey, I can still show love to, um, you know, to girls, uh, but it's, it looks different. And I always, I always say that the characters or like the characteristics of, of, of God, they look like something and love looks like something. And I always say, like, I always ask God, how does that look like through my life to the people around me? Mm-hmm. Uh, how does love look like for me, um, for my friends and for my coworkers and stuff like that? So I feel like a struggle Sometimes it's just realizing that people are different and um, that it is okay to disagree in opinions. I think being immersed in, in between a lot of girls, a lot of, you know, arguments and stuff like that pop out. And, and I feel like I want to put my opinion. And then I feel like God is like, hey, it's not needed. Mm-hmm. Um, you can have a different perspective whenever and you can have a lot of insight just whenever you remain silent and you're like, okay, that's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Um so definitely, you know, just learning to to be like, okay, that's just a moment that they're having, and it's not a big deal. I don't have to say anything. I can I can still just be quiet and then show them love later or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll just say, you know, that navigating that, especially with the girls, and then just 
with people in general just you know keep yeah. asking God for wisdom on how to how to deal with that how to show love to people and um, and how to kind of reach people with different personalities in mind mm-hmm. um, that's definitely been a challenge but but I will say God's helping me and, and I'm really working on that you know it reminds me of this class that I took when I was a student at CFNI um, it was a conversation that was brought up about how um, specifically with singles, how it's really hard to be friends with someone of the opposite sex because a lot of times when we talk, it does come off as, you know, flirtatious or, you know, it just comes off different. Even when you are talking about God and you're talking about, you know, just Christianese things, um, a lot of times it does come off as very flirtatious. And this was something that I struggle currently with as well is you know trying to talk to someone of the opposite sex and I'm just trying to have a normal conversation with them you know talk to them about what God's been doing in my life and just about God's love and just trying to truly love them the way that God loves them but a lot of times it comes off as me being flirtatious and in this class what was said is that instead of viewing people as your friends you have to view them as your brothers and your sisters because the moment that you view them as your brothers and sisters the whole perspective of how you see them changes and you no longer talk to them as like a friend where it can turn into something flirtatious but it turns into a conversation that you would have with one of your siblings and that has really helped me when it comes to being able to show people that I care about them and that I love them in a godly way and I'm able to talk to them in that Christ-like manner and not so much of like a flirtatious way. My question to you is what is like a tip or a piece of advice that you would give to someone whether single or married on like the best way to show God's love but like really show God's love because I and I ask you this because I mean from the very beginning since I met you like you have been able to just walk your life I don't know how you do it but Mm -hmm. you walk your life truly reflecting God's love and Mm -hmm. in everything that you do in every conversation that I've ever had with you the conversations that you have had with other people that I have heard Mm -hmm. like I can just see like God's love in those conversations that you have and like you know a couple days ago when I asked you you know who is one person that the, the moment that you think of them like you know oh that is a reflection of God's love for me it was you because mm-hmm. that's who you are oh. so what's like a piece of advice that you could give to someone that wants to be able to walk in that like how would you be able to live life being able to truly reflect God's love without twisting it around or- yeah I, I think personally for me in my relationship with God um you know, it's like I always heard, hey, God loves you. He cares for you and all this stuff. And I, I know pretty much everyone and even the people that are listening to that I've heard that. And, and, and there's nothing bad on that. But I always wanted to know how did that look like for me. Um, and I realized that it's very easy to love people that are likable. Mm-hmm. When you like someone or where you they don't disagree with you and stuff like that, it's very easy to like to love them and show love to them. Uh, but it's in those moments where you're not likable and it's in those moments that you're broken and ugly and nasty that um, what you truly realize that you're loved. And I think for me, uh, God was never like it, the way it seemed to me is that every time that I feel, you know, like 
trashy where I failed, things like that. Those are the moments that God came and showed love to me the most. And because of that, I was like, God, love is not conditional. You know, he doesn't give you love just because you're a certain way or you're walking a certain way or you're looking a certain way. He loves you regardless whether you're walking with him or you're not walking with him. He is patient with you regardless you're loving him and you're being like super on fire or where you're being super dry and you don't, you know, and you're getting out, out of your path. So for me, just God has taken me into all these different journeys that he's been showing me, I'm your father, and I love you. And regardless of what happens, I want you to know that I'm going to take care of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it honestly, it's what inspires my faith, and it's what inspires being the, the way that I am. That, hey, God has shown me so much of that, and he has so filled me so much with that, that I can give that freely to people regardless whether I like them or not. Um, definitely, I'm still working on them. Uh, I'm on that. If you want to see a clearly example, I remember two semesters ago, I was playing soccer uh, with some Brazilian guys. And something happened. It got really heated up. And uh, one of them caused at me in Portuguese. I understood a lot of it. And I got really pissed off, uh, just being honest with you, with you guys. And when I was going back home, I, I was like, man, I told my wife, it's like, babe, I mean, those people are like, they're pastors and they're like these, you know, they, they worship God and they say all these different things about God. And, and look at that. Like they just came and they cussed me out on Tucker. And, and she's like, well, don't you think maybe God is trying to teach you to love people whenever they're not loving you back? And when she said that, it was like a slap on the face because uh, God was showing me that I, I was giving I was taking out the love that I could have given to them just because I was not feeling that bad. Um, and I hated that. I was like, God, you got to deal with that on me because that's just, I don't want to be like that. You know, Jesus always gave love regardless of the condition of the person. Um, so definitely uh, for for a tip, it will just be uh, truly realize what God's love towards you means. And how does that look like for you? Uh, what has he done to show you that love? Because he's intentional with each person to show his love. And, and that's what I love about God, that we are so many people. And yet we all have uh, stories of how he showed himself to you, especially in that love side. Because that's what he is, God's love, you know. Yeah. Um, so another thing is, uh, how, does, how do you walk that out with people? I always tell my friends, my close friends, don't be more loyal to your personality than to the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And what that means to me is that I know myself. I know how I can come across. I know sometimes how I can be uh, say things and make people feel another thing. And when that happens, I have to understand, don't be more loyal to that side of Camilo than to what God will want you to do. Yeah. And that means that a lot of times I have these things that I'm going to say, and it's probably 10 sentences, and five of it is just going to be things that are going to sound very nice and flirty, and the other five is going to be a word of God, and God will tell me, you don't have to say the other five. Mm-hmm. Just go with what you know I'm telling you. Uh, so definitely when it comes to your relationships, just be be more loyal to the word of God than to, to your own personality because even though your personality is not bad, it is being developed and God is working in your character. So mm-hmm. uh, knowing yourself and then uh, definitely staying in, you know, in check when it comes to being obedient to God's word. Um, and just when it comes out, don't be afraid to give it, you know, and don't be afraid to receive love either um, because God gives it freely. So why will you condition that, you know? Why will you condition how you receive that love from him? Um, so, yeah. Mm, yeah, that's so good. 
So for the last question, what is one word to you? Mm -hmm. What's one word that describes God? I would say Father. Um, Everything that has inspired me to do faith-wise is because I know He's my Father. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, He's my Lord. Yeah, He's... um, I have obviously surrendered my life to Him and, and, and all that stuff, but... I, I understand I have an earthly father, and I love him with all my heart and everything, but it's like I can trust God, and I can come to him at any time, knowing that regardless of anything I do, he's still going to show me that love. Um, and I know that's hard because we have wrong views of our personally, like, early father, and sometimes that affects him. Um, but everything that he shows in the word about him, it over, like... It just oversees, on how do you say that? It just goes way beyond everything that we have experienced. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have always taken it like my personal uh, experiences with my father, and I try to match that with the word. And every time that he was not matching, I'm like, they're just humans and they're walking it out. Yeah. But God's love, he like oversees that all the way. Um, so I, I learned to receive that love regardless of how, you know, I'm seeing my own personal relationship with my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, definitely my father. I just feel, like, so safe when I when I just know that he is there and that he's taking care of me mm-hmm. um, and that he's leading me as well. I ask God for wisdom every day and, um, and definitely to be able to show that fatherly love even to people around me, even though I'm 22. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's good. It's funny because this is one of the questions that I ask all the time at work, Mm -hmm. like whenever I'm talking to like applicants and stuff like that. And when I'm asking them, you know, about their testimony and blah, blah, blah. And the last question that I always ask them is like, what's one word that describes God? And I get all kinds of things. And they're amazing answers. You know, I get like, you know, powerful or I get love. Mm -hmm. You know, there's all these things. And the last, a couple of days ago, I did, I asked one of the applicants that same question. Mm -hmm. And then they asked me, Mm -hmm. they were like, what about you? Like, how do you, like, what's one word that describes God? And I was like, oh man, I've never even thought about this. And like, I could think of a million words to describe God. And I think it's been like seasonal for me, like Mm -hmm. every season that I'm in. I've been able to describe God in different ways. Mm -hmm. Like this last season that I was in, for me, like the word that would have described God is grace. Mm -hmm. Like just, I was able to see God's grace like through everything. And it just so happened to be, you know, I turned 25 Mm -hmm. and the number 25 means grace upon grace. And it was just amazing to be able to see like, even when I messed up, even when I wasn't doing good, even when I was very distant with God, mm-hmm. like he was still there and like he would still use me. And I was just able to see God's grace over it. Mm-hmm. But right now in this season that I'm currently in, like he has just been showing me that he's my dad. Wow. And like he even used that word specifically, dad. He's mm-hmm. like, I'm not like, yes, I'm your father, but right. I'm not just your father. Like right. I'm your dad because mm-hmm. that's more personal. And mm-hmm. so like when you said father, I'm like, that's literally how I like currently see God as well. Like as my dad, like someone that's going to protect me, someone yeah. that I can go to, like I can complain to him. I can, you know, tell him about my day. Like mm-hmm. I can ask him for things and like I can just have a relationship with him and he's just like yeah like you're my daughter like Mm -hmm. I love you and it's just like it's a beautiful thing yeah and like especially during this time for valentine's day like I know a lot of single people like they're feeling lonely and stuff but being able to view god as like your valentine like that's Mm -hmm. something that like I 
like I, I appreciate the fact yeah. that like we can see God in different ways. We can describe him in different words, but in this season, I feel like it could even be like, he's your Valentine. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he's someone that like, you can literally go on a date with him. Yeah. You know, being a CFNI student, you meet a lot of people. And I actually got to meet someone who explained their relationship with God. And I had never heard of this before, but I thought it was so inspiring So, you know, most people, when they say that they're spending time with the Lord, I just picture them locking themselves up in their room or, you know, going in a little closet or even just staying in their living room, like sitting down and just opening their Bibles and just spending the time in prayer. But the way that she explained it was just so amazing. She said that she goes on dates with God like real dates. She'll dress up. She will buy flowers. She'll drive to a restaurant and just sit down and just talk to God. And her relationship with him is just amazing. And that just, every time I would hear that, it would make me feel like, man, I really wish that I can have that kind of relationship with God. And I realized like, what the heck? I can have that relationship with God. And so right now during this season of, you know, Valentine's Day and, you know, spending it with a loved one or whatever, like people that are single specifically, but even people that are in relationships or married can do this. But if you are single and, you know, you're constantly complaining about not having a Valentine and feeling alone or, or whatever, like you can go on a date with God. Your your Valentine is God. Like he can be your Valentine and you can just celebrate the love that you have for each other. And it's it can be an amazing experience. Thanks again, Camilo, for, you know, being here and just talking to us about love and love languages and what that looks like. Um, anything you want to say? I mean, probably my wife would have done a way better job than I did. Um, just an encouragement to people that are listening. Um, I realized that there was nothing that filled me and filled my heart the most than really receiving God's love. And I don't mean it in a cute way or, you know, and just like you heard that so much. But if, if you're lacking love and, and if you're feeling lonely and all that stuff, I want you to challenge you to ask God to be the one that feels that for you, um, specifically in this season, you know. Um, it's a good opportunity for him to show himself to you like that. Um, and then some t- so many times he's just saying, will you ask me? Will you just let me in? You know what I mean? So many people want God just to come and interrupt everything and just kind of come and kick the door. And But that's not how he is. He He's a gentleman and he likes to be asked. Um, so I just want to encourage everyone to, um, whatever you're struggling with or you're lacking, just to really ask God to feel that. And I promise you he's going to come and, and, and show himself on, on that specific area of your life. So, yeah. If you know Camilo personally, you know that the way he loves truly does reflect God's love for us. I loved getting to chat with him about love languages and just how we describe God. Something that he said that I feel so many of us need to learn is to not be afraid of receiving God's love. So many times we find ourselves trying to earn his love when in reality, it's already been given to us for free. I also love that he talked about being able to reflect God in relationships. You have to be able to be loyal to the word of God and not your own personality and realizing that people are different and it's okay to disagree on different opinions. 
I also just want to remind you, if you're single and you don't have plans for Valentine's Day, make plans with your Valentine, God. Take him out on a date and I promise you, you won't regret it. You can follow Camilo on Instagram at CamiloRT30. All of this will be on the episode notes. Well, folks, that's it for today. Happy Valentine's Day. Toodles.